I go far. Um, so my name is Sunaina, and I wanted to make it sound cool by putting a Z in it. Okay, we're here. Awesome. Um, awesome. Great. Uh, I think it's recording in high quality. Awesome. I, okay. Anyways. Um, hey, hey, DJ Zena. Thank you for joining our show, the Healthy Nim Podcast today. It's great to have you. Um, I know you've done mixes on your own, such as Mukabella, J-Ho on your spare time. You've also got a shout out from one of the seven best DJs in the world in DJ Magazine 2012. Dash Berlin. And lastly, you have a really big passion for DJing. Um, so thank you for coming on the show. Really glad to have you. Thank you. Uh, and thanks for taking the time to interview me. Also, just wanted to say that I uh, really appreciate you bringing wellness and health to the forefront in the South Asian community. So <laughs> awesome. thanks. Yeah, Great. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, well, uh, so, um, yeah, so obviously, you know, my my channel is about uh, figuring out what you do as an individual uh, when it comes to your passions, which is DJing. And then um, at the same time, like, you know, just talking about mental health, like, lightheartedly. So thanks for coming on again. And uh, just want to know, what, uh, to just start start off uh, directly, what inspired you to become a DJ? So just start there. Yeah, um, it all started on my rooftop. I Got it initially. I got into it initially because I love music and dancing. I was in a dance team, um, and I'm the type of person who always has like a new favorite song to dance to. Uh, and then because of that energy, I would go to so many like concerts and festivals, and I just loved the vibe. I like it just made me so happy. Um, and so I just wanted that in my life. And one day I bought myself a mixer, and went up to my building's rooftop and just you know practiced played music that I liked. Um, and a few folks overheard me playing and they asked me to play at their party the next day. It was um, a lot of fun. And uh, it ended up, I was like, okay, I should do this more and, and do actual gigs. And uh, one day I threw a party with another aspiring DJ and like 500 people showed up uh, to the same rooftop that I was practicing at. And uh, the rest is history. Everyone had such a great time. My um, uh, my uh, co-host also like we just had such a ball um and it's also been a great time because you get to meet people that you wouldn't have ever met or talk to people that you would ha wouldn't have ever had talked to um for example like dash berlin that you just mentioned uh and i've dj'd at political events so like kathy uh, governor kathy hochel wow uh, That's yeah and tau venues always are pretty cool people um to meet so it's just been a pretty cool experience so far. And, and just like having that experience is just very inspirational for me to keep going. That's awesome. And I feel like it gets your, like your, your confidence, like it impacts that a lot. Right. Because when you play for a large crowd and you get them like bumping to your music and stuff, it's probably exhilarating. Right. Almost. Yeah. It's so much fun. Cause I'm over here. Like, this is my favorite song. Can everyone else dance to it too? So I could like jam with them. Uh, so it's always it's always fun because um, you're kind of making people dance without being like, you need to dance <laughs> with me. Yeah. Do you ever play any of your like mixes like uh, for the people? Like uh, the ones you made in your room? 
like you know because you said you got a mixer earlier so do you ever play those or is it just kind of like strictly like you 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 go with the list that's kind of just gets the crowd hype because i don't know how djing works right so it's really cool to know from your perspective like how did you know like okay this mix is going to be like the turned up mix and then this mix is going to be like perfect for this occasion like how do you know that yeah so there's two aspects of it there's um like djs create mixes or remixes or mashups or all that i think that's what you're referring to yes. um, and I, I, yeah, yeah. The playlist yeah and then the mixer just kind of like what then there's also the uh whole thing about you queue up a bunch of songs and play them uh, back to back uh and you can kind of like transition very smoothly by mixing the ends of it so in terms of your question I definitely play some of my mixes. A lot of them are South Asian or um, Bollywood focused, uh, merge with nope. like house or electronic music. And it depends on the crowd. If it's uh, a South Asian event, then I'll play more of those mixes. If it's something at like Tao um, event, like some non-South Asian event, I'll, I'll sneak it in here and there just to see how people would react. And what's great is South Asian music's becoming a big thing. Yeah. Um, some people do really enjoy it. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, no, no, I was going to say absolutely because I went to uh, some uh, like, 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 you know, a place with like a lot of Caucasian people and stuff and the song Natu Natu came on and everyone was like hype and dancing to it. And everyone, mind you, was no, not a brown person in sight, but they all knew that song. So yeah, no, yeah. I totally get it that you're completely hitting the mark. People are learning to really appreciate this like almost like this like fusion between like Bollywood and then like even electronic music or just like the mashups. I don't know what it is, but have you seen that too? Have you noticed it? Like people are just like, yeah, let's do this. Yeah. I mean, Indian, South Asian, Bollywood, whatever you want to call it, they're like all really good music and the composers are just brilliant. Like A.R. Rahman, uh, for example, uh, and just fusing them with Western music as going to get people to be interested because, you know, they're used to that type of music, but it's actually um, like not to, not to, or, or these other ones or people are getting used to it. Uh, the other thing is, if you think about it, you go to clubs and bars and you always hear Latino music, um, Latino music, or like <laughs> Afro music, like it's a thing. And so why not bring the South Asian music? Um, no, so definitely. And I think that it's so cool on top of that, you're a female like DJing. So that's such a unique and cool thing to see too. Cause a lot of people, they don't go out, out of the comfort zone. It's like cool that you took an interest in this. And the fact that like you're mixing it with Bollywood music, it's it's really sick. Uh, well, personally, do you enjoy uh, playing Bollywood music more or just you're more of an open format? I know you're more of an open format person, but what do you personally prefer? Just like mixing most mostly the South Asian culture with the current music? Is that what it is? I um, grew up with South Asian music. And so that's always close to my heart. Um and exactly. So I, I love Bollywood music. I'll put it in as much as I can. Uh, but I also love EDM. So that's why I fuse. That's why my main focus is um, fusing those two together. And uh, but as you said, I'm open format. So there's always some great pop music out there. Um, like there's a recent song, Pepas. I'm good. Those are always so much fun to. Oh the the build up for Pepas last summer it's every every place i went even my cousin from india came and mind you we don't have much in common and then we went to a bar and then next thing you know peppas and he's like bro peppas is playing and we just had this connection like out of nowhere and then 
next thing you know, now he's like coming out with us all the time. And it's, it's so cool. Peppa's is like a really good, uh, I don't know if that's electronic, to be honest. I just kind of listen to music as I, I know it. I don't go into the details. But, uh, yeah, I just love the buildup. So it was really cool. Yeah, it's it's. Um, I would call it, I guess I could, I would call it electronic. There's like a buildup and such. But I think a lot of songs now are electronic. So it's hard to. Yeah, it's like autotune plus electronic plus it's like whatever the background is. So it's sometimes like, it's, it is tough to tell. Like just from off like the first cuff, like, you know, just hearing what it is but there i feel like music is growing like what's your opinion on music like do you feel like it's growing like just from djing um people in general i mean maybe music is growing i think it's definitely growing and you know what i would i would say music has always been a, a joy for everyone um throughout time like you've got jazz clubs you've got all these things like it, people would go to orchestras or like there's so many different musical avenues i think what's really um what i what probably is happening in the music world is more maybe the smaller artists are being more known and being able to share the music out there and people are enjoying all these different types of music that you wouldn't have else heard otherwise um if that makes sense yeah i don't know if you explained that right but no like yeah, I meant like growing isn't like changing, but like you said, like a lot of like small artists are being recognized and it's exactly. like, and it's just like, I, I notice it, you know, there's like people from my brother's generation were 16 and even now they're up and coming. Like you, you were someone like, I was just like, wow, that's pretty unique. Like, and it wasn't just because like, you know, you're brown or female, but it's more so like just the music too, like Bollywood electronic. I don't, I personally don't see it often. I don't know if other people do. But that uh, fusion is pretty sick, and it's like your own interest, right? So it's unique yeah. in that sense. So that's dope. Um, I guess one of the things I want to ask you is like, what has been your most memorable DJing experience? Um, what has been my most memorable DJing experience? Yeah, like that, or or one of the top events. Like I guess you've hosted. Like, have you? Um, I guess just seen like the crowd go crazy, like. One of the biggest events, maybe you could remember, just something that it was just dear to your heart. Maybe your first DJing event, you know, like that'd be pretty cool to know. Like, cause it's, it's nerve wracking, right? Like podcasting for me first time, it wasn't my first guest that was like very well renowned. I was like, oh crap, what do I say? Right. But it's also exhilarating cause it's like my time, like, you know? Yeah. Um, actually I'm, I'm thinking about two. Go for it. Two specific points, two pivotal points. Um, so there was when I DJed for like one of the largest Bollywood New Year's Eve events in the West coast, um, with like a thousand people, that was pretty memorable. And it was definitely memorable because that same year when I started DJing at clubs, it, I began in like a small underground club room that fit like 150 people and like no one knew who I was. Um, not that many people showed up, um, but it was a great starting point. And, um, it was very pivotal when that same venue, it was like one of the largest clubs in um, Seattle, but then they had a small room and uh, that's where I started. And so then um, after that, they moved me over to the bigger room in the same club. And that was pretty memorable because it was um, a Diwali themed event. It was that I was their first female DJ. Um, I was so worried that I wouldn't do well in the big room because it fit like 500 people. Um, but that day, the energy was like unforgettable. Everyone was so excited about the volley. We played Dolbaje and 
it's oh nuts. Um, and then it was, it was just it was so lively. And then the same year, uh, I ended up doing New Year's Eve um, at a bigger venue in Seattle. And that was also incredible. A thousand people, Bollywood music um, with EDM, obviously. And uh, it was so much fun DJing and counting down to the next year. That was pretty memorable. No, it's great. And I feel like you make, as DJs, I feel like we forget, like DJs are also, they help you make memories. It's, and it's, it, it makes, for me, it's like that. Cause when I go to weddings, I always ask like, oh, yo, who's this DJ playing this or that, or, you know, That's anything. And I'm always just like interested to know, right? So I feel like DJs also should get a shout out. Like you guys help make memories too. Not only just are good, but um, yeah, no, I I appreciate that too. And when when I guess like when you did your first two events or even now, because you probably um, grew as a DJ or, you know, evolved, um, what techniques do you use to get people dancing? Like, let's say it's just a tough crowd, tough night or a fun crowd. How do you know when to like, just like get them to start dancing or vibing to music and slowly get them to jump? Cause I've always thought that was so cool when people press that little button and it's just like, you know, it's just like the bass in the back and they're always constantly pressing it. It's like so cool, like how you're mixing. And I always thought that was like the coolest thing. So. Yeah. Um, well, first I play anything that I can dance to. So if I can't dance to it, I shouldn't be playing it. Um, if I'm trying to get people to dance. So, uh, first it's anything I play, um, if, if I could dance to it and then you just build up the hype from there. Um, you always have to, uh, there's the whole concept of open format. You figure out what people want and you just try out different songs and see like what really is jiving with the people who, you know, jiving with the crowd. And, um, yeah, you just, it's more about, you know what, it's more like, experimenting and seeing what's hitting, uh, what's working well. And then from there, you kind of keep playing the same genre and then building up the tempo. Have you felt like, uh, oh, like DJing has improved your self-confidence anyway, in general, That's just cause a... like you, you get to like, you know, host a lot of crowds, right? So you get to kind of be in the spotlight for a little bit. So it's kind of cool to see that, you know, a lot of people know of your name and stuff. Right. So, yeah, I didn't think of Oh, absolutely. That's, that's so important too. Cause, oh man, I can tell you stories. Like I've, I've heard from, uh, and it's not always sunshine and rainbows. Right. So it's like, I've heard people like they were at a wedding and like this one song came on and it was at the wrong time. And then there was a auntie staring at my, fr my friend's a DJ, by the way. Um, and he was like staring at him and he showed me like this, I I'm not going to say who, but showed me this <laughs> auntie's face and she was just like this, the whole, whole, whole event. And he was livid. Like he would, like, we just literally talked about this like a week ago, Applebee's and he, he would like, you can tell he's upset because he was talking to me about 30 minutes about this one auntie. And he's like, bro, I've never ever flipped off on anyone DJing, but this was the one event. <laughs> like I just, I just lost it. And I'm sure there's a lot of feedback, right? Cause everybody has different tastes too. And music is such a emotional slash like prefer preference based like industry. I feel like, if you resonate with people on a high scale, you can't appease everyone. And it's what Jay Shetty said. It's like, I don't care now to be understood. Um, but I don't want to be misunderstood. Like, you know, like it's just one of those things. Um, so definitely like, uh, it, you struggle with being understood. If you're, you, you can't, you can't basically like appease everyone, you know, everyone can't understand 
what DJ Zeno is, you know? But yeah, it's fine. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta try your best. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, I guess one thing I also wanted to know, uh, I know we were talking about up and coming artists. So I know like you work with uh, mixing and playing like music. Um, how do you stay up to date with, uh, I guess like new music coming out and old Bollywood music, like the trends and stuff. Like how do you know uh, when to play what almost, right? Yeah. Uh, well, I go, um, like either I, you know, listen to some of my favorite DJs, see if they've got something new out. Um, or I go out and, you know, hear what's going on there. Um, sometimes people tell me what song they really want to hear. And I'm like, oh, what song is that? So, you know, audience gives me the feedback. Um, but one of, there's also a thing that I do is, and Spotify has this amazing feature where they have a playlist of new tracks. Um, I take a gander through that to see what are the new songs on there and um, i do that too the mashups of tiktoks are like my go-to for oh, my yeah, yeah, fitness yeah. videos i always look at like cuff it by beyonce or just like random song um that the koi lore song is popping out right now so i mean i've just been playing with that yeah. um yeah so you know but uh yeah like you know for me like my top djs uh besides you is obviously <laughs> marin garrick's animals um dj tiesto i love the song the business you know one more night let's get down yeah that, that stuff um armin armin van buren afrojack um i guess when you hear these names what goes what goes through your mind like as far as like djing is Sorry, that, like when you hear these names uh what oh. goes through your mind like just like as one of the greats, like, you know, for me, like when I think of like Drake, I'm like, damn, like that's sick. Like <laughs> when you think of these like sick DJs, like, is there anyone you specifically look up to? It, it doesn't have to be these guys, but it could be someone in the South Asian community. Like, is there anyone you just. No, you like, actually, just, you just named a couple of ones that I absolutely love. And hey, like Tiesto hey. was my, Tiesto was my go-to. Like, yeah. I love Tiesto. Um, and after yeah. Jack, I just saw him two weeks or a week ago. Uh, hey. so in much. person? Uh, well, I saw him play. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, so I guess like he was there. Yeah, though Tiesto, Afrojack, my favorite. Avicii has been one of my favorite um, for a long time. He's like he was such a brilliant artist. His music is so progressive and so melodic. Um, so Avicii, Tiesto, and when I when you named all those folks that you just mentioned, um, I'm just like. If I could. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. It's like one of those things where like I can listen to them in my car all the time too. And I'm just, it's one of those things like you, I don't know, with DJing, I feel like it's also inspirational. I don't know if you look at it like that, but I also think like it's almost like they have to make their own sounds and beats and make things like make sense. And I think it's, it's not, it's not like with words like where rappers have to rap, but it's more so like just like you can appreciate every artist's unique music you know like marshmallow has that thing with his no face going on everyone has their own identity thing going on so i think it's so cool and i that's why i think i picked you because you have like your own uniqueness and not to gas or toot your own horn but um yeah you know and yeah it's just something oh also another thing off the cuff where did you get the inspiration for dj zayna because like where did the z come from right like where, where, where was that like you're gonna laugh uh, I got to hear this. So as I told you, I never, I just play music because I 
or I started mixing because I enjoyed it and I, I never thought I'd go far. Um, so my name is Sunaina and I wanted to make it sound cool by putting a Z in it. <laughs> like for example, tell you. I, I guess not. It's cool. It's cool. I liked it. Cause I was like, I thought your name was Nina for the longest time. And then I was like, it's probably something else, but I don't want to butcher it because it, uh, Nina is actually a Gujarati Indian name. Um, oh. or like just a, an, an Indian name in general. It could be like, Hindu or but like, I, I was like, okay, Zena, like, where did that come from? The Z. So it's kind of cool. It's, it's now it's stuck. And now I need to figure out what's funny is like people, cause it's, um, people just call me Z sometimes because Z. Okay. I'll call you that too. I'm down. That's fine. Um, or Nana or SDN, like. Yeah, I was this whole time too. Now I think about it, I was like, Nana this, and you'd respond. And I'm like, oh man, now I'm just like, could have called you something else. <laughs> as long as you associate me with the music, that's that's what really matters. So uh, you can call me whatever you want, as long as it's not something weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And respectful, obviously. Respectful, uh, yeah. yeah uh, so yeah, no, I think, uh, oh yeah, okay. So before I, uh, you know, I don't want to cap this interview, but like, uh, how do you stay mentally healthy with mental health? Especially when you hear, I guess, I don't want to ask, in the face of long hours and intense crowds, like how do you, um, you know, like burnout is real um, and you got to make sure, like you said, you care more about, you don't care what, what other people think, you care more about what you think. But, you know, there's times that we're in adversity, we, we all get tired, right, of just what we do on a day-to-day. -day. Um, and, you know, sometimes the crowd demands a lot of you, right? Um, how do you... In, in the face of those uh, DJ situations. Yeah. Um, so first, mental health, I think, is a dimension of overall health. You know, there's physical health, emotional health, financial health, um, and they're all, like, interweaved. And just like with physical health, one gets like an understanding of um, how their body is doing. They work out, eat well, take medicine to heal. Like I brush my teeth to make sure my dental health is good. Um, the same approach uh, is what I take with mental health. I figure out how my mind is doing, um, make sure I'm taking in as much positive vibes. Uh, I know vibes are you know, a very popular term, but just like having a positive space um, and getting deep sleep, making sure my mind is well rested. Um, so it's just very, uh, those are just like very, uh, the things that I do to make sure I'm sane once those like long hours or intense crowds come about. Um, so that's to answer your question of long hours, DJing is typically a late night gig. So a lot of it has to do with long hours late in the night, which might mess up my sleep cycle. Uh, so I try to make sure I get enough sleep beforehand, or I make sure I carve out time to sleep post uh, that gig. Um, and also when you're around good music, that's already positive space. Uh, and then in terms of intense crowds, um, I would say it's similar to exercising. You kind of build the reps in and practice playing music with different crowds. So, uh, so that I don't get too bogged down when that happens. So it's, it's a lot about just building that muscle when that time comes. And um, yeah. yeah. No, that's awesome. And it, and it almost seems like you're very mindful and of what you're doing on a day. I can tell you're very, uh, you know, very, um, I guess, type A or, you know, just 
very, very, very organized and planning, but it's good. Like, you know, you, you, you make the time to take sleep before your gigs come up, your DJing comes up. So even like your quality for your audience, like you care enough to know that you're, Hey, I'm well rested and you, I can deliver on this day. Right. And getting the right sleep and even socializing after with whoever you meet after DJing a concert, I think that's dope. Right. So yeah, no, definitely mental health is important in that sense too. Cause you have to be mentally like sharp too. It's not only, Oh, mental health, but you have to be like, you know, a hundred, right. As they say, and bring your A game. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I think I asked you everything I have. Oh, oh, okay. Rapid fire questions. Could I go for it? Yeah. Okay. DJing or dancing? Cause I can tell you do like dancing a little bit. That's such a good question. Cause I DJ so I can dance. I made it up too. I literally was looking at your profile. I was like, yo, let me just mess with her a little bit just to see like how because uh, it's such a great question i think they're both awesome right so you know what i'm gonna go with djing because um oh, you can you you're <laughs> picking the songs that i can picking the songs that you can dance to and so then That's while cool. i'm djing i can dance to it so there you go oh yeah. the best of both worlds great i see how it is <laughs> all right awesome i don't know if you're a fan of the electrical car industry but i just thought elon threw that huge deal out recently so I might as well ask you Tesla Y or Model 3? Ooh, I haven't tried either. Or no, I think I've tried the Model 3. Or no. Sorry? Have you sat in one, like a Tesla? Or... Yeah, I've driven one. I just don't know what model. <laughs> <laughs> well, the bigger one is obviously the Y. The 3 is like more of the car version. It's very, you can tell the difference. It's like lower. That's the car version. Oh, um, I've tried the Model 3. So maybe so I would probably go with that. But since, but I like, but bigger is better from texas yeah, it's like as the y is more of like an suv so it's like bigger feel more storage so if you're like a suv type of girl like you know you'll probably like the space oh yeah suv 100 percent. so yeah so maybe you'll change your decision now to model y absolutely bigger yeah. the better. <laughs> let's go Everything, um is bigger in texas bigger the better so there we go yeah texas is known for that they love their space i mean yeah um eagles or chiefs chiefs <sighs> No, I'm kidding. It's fine. Because I mean, didn't the Eagles win before? Eagles won. But the reason I'm an Eagles fan is because of Madden. I, that was the first team I played with. It's the most corniest reason, but people have like this whole beef, and I'm just like, nah. I'm I'm only there because of McNabb and when I was like in fourth grade I, in the video game. Um, uh, your favorite DJ. So I know you listed a lot of the ones we talked about earlier, but which one is your favorite out of like? No favorites. I have no too many. Favorites? Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Because I feel like I can't pick from my rappers either. Exactly. Um, your favorite Bollywood song? Oh, my gosh. That's oh, so one of the ones that you're, I guess, trending with. Like, I like Natu Natu. Um, I like uh, J-Ho a lot. Uh, Mukabala, like, just a mix. I'm going to pick a classic. I like Dolna. Uh, from Dolna, Gatsby. okay. That's a good song. I mean, there's so many, but, like, it depends on the mood. I'm being yeah, don't know. Definitely, I, I'm one of those people. If you play this song, I'll probably relate. But I don't know the. I'm the worst of names with Bollywood songs. Like, yeah, so I I can't. I, I'll be like, okay, I know this song, and I'll definitely know the all the lyrics. But I just can't know the the names are sometimes confusing for me. I don't know. Yeah, I can hear. Uh, oh, you know what? Goikahe. Goikahe is really good. I re- it's like it's actually electronic. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you play that in your uh, gigs sometimes or no? Yeah, 
not like uh, like the South Asian ones. It gets so, just, so just slide it in there. Like, yo, this is this is my shit, <laughs> right? Maybe I'll do that next time. Yeah, you don't know. You could start a movement, and then it can be based off of DJ Zayna. You don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I know you're a basketball person, or somewhat into basketball. So Mavericks or Knicks? Mavs, hundred percent. Go Luca. <laughs> go Luca. Yeah, Luca's awesome. I, last year, I think he played. He gave uh, the the uh, Warriors of a run for his money, and I like seeing him play too. So, and yeah. uh, he's quite the flirt on the on the field too. Oh, really? Darn. Yeah, he was flirting with one of the refs, but he's he's he's, he's cool though. Yeah. Interesting. No, yeah, there was this like sixty pointer game against the Knicks um, in December, and it was like one second left to the game, and he oh he shoots and he misses. It was one second left, and then he gets the ball again. He, he shoots, misses, and then the ball bounces back to him, and then he shoots again, and it and they tie. Like, right then. It was an insane. OT. Let's go. Yeah, it was like a final OT. So yeah. insane. And, and then they won the game after overtime. But. It's insane because Luca is actually – so a little bit about Luca. Like, he's actually, like he, – he's a very well-rounded player. He, he can make threes. Um and he's fun to watch. And also, like, he has a very high IQ, which most people don't know. Because apparently, like, I was looking up a video. And he knows how to, like, predict, like, five people's, like, different stances or something. And I was like, man, like, I can barely predict what I'm going to do tomorrow. And, like, he's, <laughs> he's doing what he needs to do. But, um, yeah, thank you so much, uh, DJ Zaina, for coming on. I really appreciate it. And making the time on a Saturday. So you're the, you're the, you're the best for that. Um, and yeah, looking forward to working with you. And hopefully, you know, the more gigs you do, we can maybe have you on more. And maybe we can talk more about where your journey goes with DJing. It's pretty cool to have you again. I love that. Thank you for taking the time. Of course. Thank you. Bye.